When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. From the high desert. I mean, how can we play this without thinking of rest in peace, Art Bell? Who died today? Oh no, Art Bell, long gone. Miss him like a brother. Especially when you listen to Coast to Coast. Anyway. Oh, sorry. No, I didn't say that. Well, let's get the show underway. So this story is an example of what I talked about yesterday. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I'm going to use the headline of this story later in What's the Lie? So you'll already know that this particular headline isn't the lie. Uh, you're welcome you're welcome so i talked yesterday about we all want to be the one who makes the find that finds the painting with the declaration of independence behind it that uh finds the the article that's worth millions of dollars so the headline yesterday is a woman bought a sculpture at a goodwill for $34.99. It's an ancient Roman bust. No, not not that kind of bust. You know, the No, it's not. It's not an ancient Roman. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I like what you've done to that piece of stone. <laughs> oh. You're so hard. Alright, stop. No, come on. No. <laughs> So this ancient Roman bust, for some reason, ended up in a Goodwill store in Austin. Amazing. A couple years ago. So it still does happen. And she was walking through the store and went, oh, I kind of like that. That's kind of cute. I could probably do something with that. And Goodwill, I mean, personally, 35 bucks for that at Goodwill, that's a little steep. Goodwill thinking they've found we're worth a lot of Goodwill these days. Are you? But I digress. <laughs> the one goodwill near me, that guy ticks me off, man. They have like they have like two sections of high end stuff instead of just putting it all out there. They I mean you know what? Thrift stores aren't what they used to be. You don't get the good thrift store days back. You just don't. So a couple years ago in 2018, like I said, this art collector is shopping at the Goodwill store in Austin and says, Oh hey, well, that looks kind of cute. I kind of like that and she spent you know 34.99 on it and so after buying it she's hey, you know that really looks old and worn and i wonder if it really is something that i should care about it just wasn't made by bill <laughs> at the austin stonery so and they finally she finally goes to a uh the university of texas at austin and talked to their art history people and then they ended up uh, talking to someone at Sotheby's and they weren't you know that looks like uh 
That looks like the bust that depicted the son of Pompey the Great. And the art newspaper thinks that it depicts the Roman commander Drusus Germasus. I think that's right. I mean, it could be D-R-U-S-U-S Drusus Germanus because G-E-R-M-A-N Amorphophallus. Yeah, it looks like that's who, the, who it depicts. <laughs> now, it belonged to King Ludwig I of Bavaria. I mean, come on. I love King Ludwig I of Bavaria. He lived from 1786 to 1868. Talk about who died today, man. Oof. And it was part of a full-scale model that he built of a house from Pompeii called Pompeianum. Pompeianum. P-O-M-P-E-J-A-N-U-M. Yes. In Eschwanberg, Germany. <laughs> you know, when you open up the map, you see... Amorphophallus. All across the globe. I don't know. For me, maybe it's just me. So the model stood for nearly a couple hundred years, but during World War II. Of course it wasn't Hitler. It was those damn Allied bombers. <laughs> uh, and then we don't know what happened to it. And uh, then we just don't know what happened to it, and it ends up at a Goodwill store in Austin. Okay. So... Now it's now, and I she's just happy. Me, I would say uh, somebody can have this for some cash. Uh, the old uh, son of Pompeii uh, can uh, belong to you for some hard-earned cash, but uh, you're not just gonna get it. But she is. She went ahead and gave it to the this place in San Antonio that's gonna show it off. And then they made a deal with the Bavarian government. And so when it's done being shown in San Antonio, it's going to go back to the uh, Bavarian administration of state-owned palaces, gardens, and lakes. Who doesn't, who doesn't love the Bavarian administration of state-owned palaces, gardens, and lakes? <laughs> but it's here. And if you want to go see the the Roman bust, or any bust for that matter, you can go to San Antonio and check it out. <laughs> and then if you're going to have to go to Germany to the Bavarian administration of state-owned palaces, gardens, lakes, and find out where they put it, then you'll be able to see it there. But my point is it still happens. This is why. I mean, when I see a bag on the side of the road, you have to stop. You have to stop. You know, you know how bad I feel when I'm driving down the road and there's a bag on the side of the road and I, I, like, I don't stop? I beat myself up the whole day. I beat myself up the whole day. Like, that could have been a million dollars. That could have been meth. That could have been cocaine. Or it could have been, you know... Some homeless person's underwear. That's what it probably is for me. But it could have been a million dollars. That's the story of my life. It could have been a million dollars. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. I'm so sweaty. My head is sweaty. Like a whirlpool, it never ends. Hey, if... You, like me, find yourself singing that. 
you know, to yourself, of course. I mean, no one wants to have or talk about excessive sweat, but it exists. That's why sweat block was invented. I sweat. I I feel like I'm in Sweaters Anonymous. Hi. My name is Jeff Fisher, and I'm a sweater. Not the knitted kind, the wet kind. Hi, Jeff. (laughs) I have a fix for you. I just started using sweat block. In fact, I'm wearing it as we speak. Amazingly, it works. Sweatblock.com. Stop excessive sweat for up to seven days per use. Doctor created, doctor recommended. So if you're a nervous sweater, an exercise sweater, any kind of sweater, it's embarrassing sometimes. Sweatblock has a dry shirt guarantee. If Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Not just for your armpits. I mean, it's not just for your chest. It's not just for your back, your feet, your hands. It's for anywhere anywhere that sweats if you or someone you care about is dealing with excessive sweat you have to check out sweat block get it today for 20 percent off at sweatblock.com use the promo code jeffy to get that 20 percent off sweatblock.com promo code jeffy or at amazon lose the sweat stains 20 percent off at sweatblock.com with the promo code jeffy or at amazon I don't know what I filled out, but now people think that I'm uh, some sort of uh, charity. Not a charity. No, not me, silly. I don't be silly. I'm a charity organization or have a foundation. Because remember the last one, the last email I got from the guy that wanted to give me $7 million for my charity. And I was thinking, well, you know, $7 mil, I could, you know, take a cut from $7 million. I mean, somebody's got to get paid to run the charity, right? But then I just got an email from one of my dear friends. At least that's what they claim they are. Uh, I got an email from Renit Setnik. Renit Setnik sent me an email. Now it's under, the email is titled Renit Setnik, but the email address is Moses Sander. So, I don't know that I don't know if Rennett uses Moses's email address or how that works, but anyway, uh, my dear friend and beloved, okay, with warm hearts and joy in the Lord Jesus, I write this mail to you. I am Mrs. Rennett Setnik, a German citizen, but living in Burkina Faso. I love Burkina Faso. You. Man, I had a timeshare there at one time. I don't anymore. Maybe that's how she got my name. I am a widow. I am 67 years old without any child. I am a devoted Christian and have the fear of God. I am a philanthropist and a caregiver. I inherited the sum of 25 million euros from my late husband, who was a crude oil dealer, before he was killed during the Burkina Faso political unrest. I mean, how many times have we talked about the Burkina Faso a political unrest? I mean, I'm sick of talking about it. That happened four years ago in August. So, I mean, okay. Due to his death, that resulted me much stress and tension, thereby causing me to contract paralysis. What worries me is that I'm down with full body paralysis. I cannot walk nor stand. I have been bedridden for three years now. 
since I know that I have very limited time to stay on earth before I die, according to my doctors, I have been helping and contributing some amounts of money to orphanage homes and to charity organizations as well as foundations. I mean, that's when you charity organizations and foundations, you, you think of me. With the help of the bishop of the Catholic Church where I worship, I have given donations to over 10 charity organizations and foundations in Africa, Asia, South America, etc. I don't recall an etc. country, but I'm not part of the UN. So I've got a UN story today. Maybe they'll mention etc. From findings, your charity foundation was listed among the remaining to be given donations was it i will be giving you the token sum of 25 million euro okay so she received the 25 million from hubby been giving money away but she still has 25 million left to give to me i'm not sure that i they're great at math but you'd think it'd be a little bit less now but okay cool get 25 million euros that's i mean that's 26 27 million u.s dollars good to go i'll take that and I'll, I'll be happy to pass it out to charity organizations and foundations and somebody's got to get paid to do that so i mean i'm gonna have to, have to take a salary from that as soon as i receive your reply i shall give you the contract of the catholic or the contact i shall give you the contact of the catholic bishop where you will send him your bank details oh okay and other requirements he may need from you of course, I mean, you know, there's got to be some paperwork with financial transaction. I want you and the church to always pray for me. Get back to me if you are interested and ready to handle this transaction for charity work. Renat Setnik. Thanks for your cooperation. Best regards. What happened to the love? Mrs. Renat Setnik. So, man. I, I we've taken a turn in the uh, <laughs> in the scam emails. They're they're pulling at your heartstrings now. It's not it's not enough just to give you money. Hey, I got an idea. Uh, I've got fifty million in this bank account. I can't move. Once you get a hold of me, we'll try to move it. Nope. Now it's like ooh, it's for charity. It's for the kids. I've been helping kids all over the world, even in et cetera, and I need your help now in the united states so you know i'll just i'll see if she replies back see what happens while i'm waiting for the return email i'll just continue watching uh amber heard johnny depp trial i know i can't get enough of it although i can because i only i watched some yesterday and i was just like okay it's enough i can't take enough of your crying i just can't enough okay and i listen to your stories i barely believe them barely but you know i hope it didn't happen i hope it didn't happen to her i i i I cannot wait for cross-examination that will be fun so this all happened but then you just danced your way down the red carpet two hours later right it's just it's going to be interesting but it's on hiatus now the judge had some beach to go to some beach vacation already planned well you can't i mean hello Look, I know this is one of the biggest trials in the country right now, but I got a beach vacation planned. So, listen, you do whatever you got to do, but court is adjourned, okay? So, uh, I 
<laughs> Yesterday, uh, before bringing the jury back for the final portion of the trial, Judge uh, asked the assembled lawyers if breaking tradition was all right with them, and the closing arguments were held on May 27th, uh, which is a Friday. That's usually a dark day for the trial. Uh, and they're, because of the holiday, I guess we have a holiday coming up that weekend, right? That's the, that's the big week, holiday weekend. So she wants to be done with it before then, right? What what is the nay? Is that Memorial Day or Labor Day or whatever? You know, one of those stupid things where you're supposed to be with family and grill out. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So uh, I didn't realize this either as I'm reading about the trial because it's in Virginia and it's it's in Virginia because that's where the servers are that posted the stories or something. That's how they could make it happen here in the U.S., uh, that's how Depp could make it happen here in the U.S. to sue her for, well, $50 million or whatever. And she's now got the countersuit of $100 million. Okay. I mean, it's scorched earth for both of them. Scorched earth now for both of them. And I really do believe that even, I mean, they're going to be hurt for a couple of years and then it'll be okay. They'll do a show. and Well, I loved her in that episode. Yeah, it was great. Okay, we're done. We'll move on. But uh, I also found out that they're only allotted so much time. Okay, so... At the end of the court session, the judge told the lawyers that the plaintiff's side had used up 35 hours and six minutes of their allotted time, and the defense, the defense has used 36 hours and 31 minutes, which leaves the depth side with 26 hours and nine minutes remaining, and the hurt side with 24 hours and 44 minutes left in the case that's aiming to be done by Memorial Day. Once your time is up, your time is up, said the judge. Wow. I mean, I didn't. I thought, hey, we're in court. We're, you know, we're going until it's over. Nope. Answer the question because you got 30 seconds. After that, your time is up. Okay. I'm, I'm hammering the gavel down. That's enough. So, anyway, we're back on Monday the 16th. For those of you that care, I know. I, I know. The thing is, and so then I missed, and I'm watching the trial, and there's a video clip of her on the stand looking like she's snorting something. Now, the joke is that she's snorting cocaine, right? Because it looks like she is. If you've ever snorted cocaine, I mean, it's been a long time. Long, long time. Uh, you, I, no, that's before I, now, oof, no. But, uh, it does, you know, after you take a, if you take a bump and you have the quick, uh, you know, quick look around to make sure you're safe. Another little, another little, little pop up up in there. You know how, you know how to do it. If you've done it, you know what I'm talking about. And, uh, you know, you're a little nervous, you know, looking around with that quick, making sure you're okay. She's got that little look and it looks like she did that. Now I will say it's possible that it's not cocaine possible that it was something you know that they use in hollywood make you cry make you well up a little bit more so she does a little hit a little hit and then she's back to crying and welling up for the performance i believe that i mean do i believe that she's carrying around her her everyday blow and she has to do it so bad that she has to do it on the stand well look in the sky it's candy dipped in high fructose corn syrup nope it's a built bar. Built bars are here to save the day. Summer is right around the corner. And with summer, 
You're going to need some food on the go. I mean, it's Memorial Day weekend pretty soon. We just established that. You're going to need some snacks. Uh, that's the season. Built Bars are perfect. They're the perfect snack to take with you for things like family vacations. You throw them in your bags, in your kids' backpacks. Just make sure everyone has a bar. So you're all fueled for your summer adventures. Here's the best part about Built Bars. They're both healthy and delicious. They save the day. No more <laughs> no more sacrificing taste for healthiness because the Built Bars give you both. It's so easy. All you have to do is go to Built.com and order right now. All Built Bars and Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means when you snack on them, you're snacking healthy and actually enjoying it in the process. Speaking of uh, the Puffs, have you tried them yet? Ha! <laughs> uh, delicious. They have some crazy flavors like banana cream pie and churros. Yes, please. They're only 140 calories. Built Bar makes sure there's something for everyone. Check them out today. Go to built.com. Use promo code Jeffy. Get 10% off your order. Use promo code Jeffy. Get that 10% off at built.com. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh. You see where they find another barrel out at Lake Mead? Uh, That's right. They're out strolling around after they found the one barrel with the guy in it. And the TV station found it. The TV station's like, hey, uh, isn't that another barrel over there? (laughs) I mean, if you want to make a little money, set up a live feed now. I I want a camera out there, a live feed on Lake Mead, a live find the bottle. Or no, find the barrel. You can find the bottle, too. But uh, find the barrel and just log in every so often. <laughs> Scan around. So look for look for barrels out there in Lake Mead showing up because of the drought. And d- good or bad, whether you look whichever way you want to look at it, this one was empty. So I know. That's what I mean. Ah, oh, there wasn't a dead body in it. Oh, shit. Right. All right. Well, I'll log back in tomorrow. I mean, it's possible that this could have been like you you ever watched dexter where he in the beginning right he put him in bags and sunk his bodies in the ocean and they found the they found his burial ground so then he had to change up and he started you know grinding up humans even more and then he would just release (laughs) little bits and pieces but maybe that's you know that could have been an old mob dumping ground my original thought was is that you know the killer just got lazy supposed to bury it out in the desert and it's like I'm not driving out there tonight. I'm just tossing it in the lake. So <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what happens when you're a lazy killer. You've already you've already killed the guy. You've already stuffed him in the barrel, and now you got to dig a hole out in the desert. No, not tonight. I got to get back to the casino. I'm throwing this guy in the lake. So I got an email at chewingthefatattheblaze.com who uh, was saying that they uh, were listening to a show that we did, uh, I don't know if we did it this week or last week, about sex Sexom. It doesn't matter. It's a podcast, Jeff. You can listen at any time, at, on demand. Anytime, anywhere you want, as long as you're subscribed to the show. Okay, I got it. All right, I understand. So uh, this person was listening to the show where I was talking about sexomnia. A sex, somebody was a sexomniac, right? A se- uh, yes! 
<laughs> so this person I wanted to say that it's not as rare as you would think. Uh, I've been working 10 and 12 hours a day. haven't had a chance to email you. Yeah, me too, but I'm here every day. Uh, that's what I say, okay? Uh, I've been here every day. Uh, maybe you could take a, a second and drop me an email, but whatever. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm 59 years old, and I've talked in my sleep since I was a little kid. Sad nobody had you checked out for that, but, you know, whatever. Uh, sometimes my wife has to wake me up because I'm mumbling or sitting upright on the bed, eyes wide open with a vacant stare, talking or yelling at something not there. Okay, I just want to be clear, that sounds a little bit more than sexomnia, okay? I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. I, you know, I play one. I'm just saying that what you're, what you're describing seems a little bit more than just what uh, sexomniac would suffer from. Anyway, uh, so uh, one night my wife woke me up and I had both of my hands around her neck and she said, keep going. No, that's not what she said. <laughs> no, that's not what she said. No. No, stop it. That's not what she said yet. Uh, I was caught <laughs> and calling her by one of my sister's names. Ooh. So a little repressed hate for the sister. Uh, my wife said I wasn't squeezing hard. I don't know how I would defend myself if she really got choked. I mean, uh, I know. It's tough. Uh, I never knew there was a name for having sex in your sleep. I fall asleep, and then about an hour later, I start to maul my wife. That's when it starts, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Most of the time, all right, stop. And like, this guy's, you know, being nice um, for now. Uh, <laughs> most of the times, it ends up in us having sex. Of course, it does. I mean, really, that's you're you're a married couple. That's that's what would happen. I mean, I would hope. Uh, sometimes I go and go and go. Oh yeah. Don't no stop no 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 don't. Oh no no this is no. And then I just roll over and stop. No, he stopped. He just rolled over and stopped. Okay. And uh, so most times we end up having, you know, marital relations. Yeah, of course. Hello, duh. That's, I mean, good. I'm glad that happens. Plus, what's the wife going to do? Wake you up? No. Anyway, generally it happens about an hour after I fall asleep. It would happen once or twice a month. Happens a little less now. Yeah, well, you know, you're getting a little older. Um, it happened so often that we called me one hour man. Oh, yeah. We, t we called me one hour man. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. So we told a few friends. Uh, of course you would. Why wouldn't you tell friends? You're over. Hey, you know what happens to me? I wake up and, oh, one hour man. Think about it. I mean, Jerry Lee Lewis saying about it, I'm a 60-minute man, baby. I'm a 60-minute man. Think about it. So anyway, uh, they started to call him. His nickname became One Hour Man. Nice. And so I would just say that, you know, this show is helping people realize that they're not alone. So you know what? You're welcome. You're welcome. Now, if I've caused any married couples a problem, I apologize. You know, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, why don't you fall asleep and wake up in an hour and have sex with me then? I don't know. Just roll over and zip it, okay?
probably not the best of a marriage if that happened. But uh, you know, if I've caused problems, I'm sorry. What I meant, I'm here to help, really. And yes, I can hear you asking, are you? I hear it. Okay. I don't think you're not. Received another email, too, at, uh, of course, chewing the fat at theblaze.com. And they were saying, hey, Nicole Kidman, three cuts to clown face. Well, I mean, first of all, Nicole is still looking pretty good. Okay, now, she may be on the road to three cuts to clown face. But in today's world, she's part of the, she's part of the crowd that can do get work done that isn't the cuts. You know, they can you shoot, uh, you know, porcelain in your face. Yeah, that's what they're doing. That's a new thing. It's called porcelain. And uh, I don't know if you ever heard of it, but you shoot it in your face. <laughs> but there's fans. The story that was attached to the Three Cuts to Clown Face email at com was that Nicole Kidman's followers were questioning her latest social media post. Oh, it looks like you had some work done. Where you been? I mean, Hello. So I, they, I love the quotes and the stories every time they do this. We always have to get a quote from our you know, professional plastic surgeon that's on call for us. Now, he's a dual board certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Darliota, who has not treated the actress. I want to be clear about that. I haven't treated the actress. And she's gone under the knife. <laughs> or used some serious face tune. That's, I believe that's a medical term. Uh, use some face tune. So you don't look like Nicole anymore. Uh, something is wrong with your face. <laughs> I mean, Nicole has made enough money where she can do what she wants. And she looks pretty good still. Uh, I've never been a... You know what? She's grown on me the last few years. She has. And, and she can tell you that I've told her that. I mean, oh, man. I mean, Nicole and I have spent I untold amount of time together just talking about the future and the past and how i used to just think she was ridiculous and didn't like her and you know, i thought i couldn't believe how people treated her that they thought she was worthy of being treated like that she knows she knows but I, i've told her that that's changed now <laughs> that's changed since uh you know she's had face tuning done and uh, so if you i mean she's on her way though she's on her way at some point at some point, the guy standing behind her, holding that skin tight, you know, he's got his he's got his leg up into her chest, in the back of her chest on the back. He's pulled that skin tight from the back, and he just hangs on. And Nicole gets home and closes the door, and he lets go. Boom! Oh, I'm home. I'm glad USA Today has been listening to the program. I see that uh, they're talking about now uh, they're, they're feeling sorry for uh, fat people at theme parks. Plus-size theme park enthusiasts often face fear and shame. Duh. That's been going on for years. Where you been? Did you care about us years ago? No. You know why you're caring about us now? Because the big kid fell off the ride in Orlando. <laughs> that's why that's why safety for all guests in mind oh is it yeah not for him it was okay i just said yeah you're fine let's strap him in 
I mean, that's amazing. You know the kid. I mean, we talked about it before. A poor young man. You know, he's a young, 14 or 15 years old, 6'6", 350 pounds. Nothing ever scared him in life. You know, I mean, he's a, he just walked through a wall for you. I know, I, you know this is the way he thought. And so when he sat down in that thing and, he, and they were going to go up and come down, and, you know, he, if they wouldn't have let him on the ride, he'd have been pissed. I got to go on the ride. So the way they, you know, whatever, how they ever jerry-rigged it and him holding on to that brace, he figured he could hold on to it. He could hold on to anything, right? I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a monster. He's a machine. I can do anything. Uh, no, not so fast. Uh, not this time. Uh, and so, I mean, the falling off was just horrific. However, now we care about fat people at theme parks. I mean, I've talked about it forever. That's why they, that's why they started putting the seats out front of the rides so that the fat people would look at it and go, ooh, I'm not even going to try. No, uh, you kids go. I'll wait here. I want to go over and have a hot dog. <laughs> uh, there's some ice cream, an ice cream stand over there. You think they put the ice cream stands close to the ride entrances for any other reason? No. Between the entrance and the where your kids are going to come walking off the, off the ride, that's where the ice cream is. There's a reason for that. <laughs> hello i mean they could have i mean I'm, they didn't have to call me to design the park but i'm sure that's why they they did it okay about halfway through it's pretzels and then maybe you know maybe something else in there but you got the snacks in there that's why they're there because the fat people go oh yeah no you kids go ahead have fun i'll look up when you when you ride over i'll be over here having this ice cream <laughs> Yeah, you can put a little extra hot chocolate on that too, yeah. It's 150 degrees outside. I don't care. I want a little chocolate on there. I mean, that's hello. So now they're saying that uh, they're they are obviously we're concerned, but uh since 2018 there have been 15 deaths associated with amusement attractions including Tyrese and hello. Uh and, and three associated with home inflatable structures okay well that that's not that's amusement attractions but that's not an amusement park that's just inflatable structures what the hell are you doing in there all right oh yeah no i think this is perfect for us no no it's not what happened uh, i want to know okay stop stop i don't know what the hell you're doing in there but stop it I mean, you'd think that if it was a couple, if it was fat people in the amusement, in the amusement blow up machine castle, that thing's not blowing away. All right. You're, you're keep, it's not, it's not blowing away then. So the amusement, it must be little kids getting blown away at their birthday party. Happy birthday. Get back here. Where are you going? I mean, I've, have you ever rented one of those for parties? I've rented one for a couple of birthdays. I mean, over the years. <laughs> Ugh. and you rent them and you know they're fun oh, everybody shouts out i mean okay fun it's a birthday party yay but i couldn't imagine <laughs> cooking hamburgers and hot dogs for the kids at the park for the birthday party the parents are all hanging out chit-chatting the kids are running up and down the inflatable structure that you've rented for the day and a windstorm comes up and half of the kids fly across into the lake <laughs> 
That would not be fun. You can quote me on that. That would not be fun. So they still haven't found the couple in Alabama. I mean, are they still in Alabama? Very doubtful. And they just, I see a report now where they're saying that the U.S. Marshals are taking over. What have they been doing? Were they sitting around? (sighs) Yep. They broke out of the prison with the guard. (laughs) Well, we'll just hang out here and do nothing. I mean, what have they been doing? Now, apparently, seriously, I know. <laughs> if you're a U.S. Marshal, I love you. Okay, I'm just, I'm just teasing. Just poking a little fun. Uh, the sheriff, I guess, was saying that he, you know, was taking the bull by the horns, and he really didn't have a bull to take by the horns. So finally, the marshals were like, "Bro, I believe this is the quote too in the meeting. Bro, we're taking over." And so they're looking. <laughs> I mean. They, they gave a tip line, 1-800-336-0102, if you've seen them. I would say call 888-900-3393 and hope somebody answers there. If somebody answers there, tell them Jeff told you to call and uh, you're giving me a tip. Do not approach. I mean, if you see this guy, 6'9", he's a monster and he's a killer. I would, I mean, if you saw, if you were out and about and you saw him, uh, no. Uh, no, I would be calling 911 immediately. And I would be walking the other way. And then I would say, then I would call back and say, hey, you guys still got that reward, right? But I'd wait. <laughs> I'd wait until after I was, you know, safe. Because I would venture to say, and I know that they were in love and they just wanted a frolic in life. So she got him out of prison because, I mean, when you're in love, you're in love. But. I would venture to say it's possible. It's possible. She's in a barrel in Lake Mead right now. And uh, he's not there. (laughs) But I could be wrong. Maybe they were both in love and they're living on some island in the Caribbean. Going to live happily ever after with each other. Right. I mean, it could happen. It could happen. That would be the way the the movie would end, right? So is it time? I want to tell you, uh, today we've got uh, Glenn Beck, our special guest contestant on What's the Lie coming up. I'm going to go down the hall and record What's the Lie with him for the, for the show. So I'm just letting you in on what's coming up here on the Friday Chewing the Fat, What's the Lie? You already know, I told you at the beginning of the show, one of the stories that one of the headlines is going to be in. So you know that it's not a lie because I would never talk to you about a story that's a lie. That would just be wrong. And so, uh, plus, I mean, it's one of those stories that pisses me off. You know how many times I've picked up stuff along the side of the road, nothing in it but a homeless guy's underwear, and not a million bucks. I mean, I lived in Florida for years. I walked along the beaches, did cocaine roll up the shore when i was walking no because if it did when i'm there I'm, it's mine all right it's mine i don't know what i'm gonna do with it other than you know die of an overdose but it's mine it, it really the thing is you don't take it all here's a little helpful hint from jeff fisher if you find oh, a big brick of cocaine they're usually comprised of smaller bricks of cocaine just take a few so the big brick is found. Oh, hey, hey, big brick is found. You could even report it. Look what I found washed up on the shore. Well, but you've got about half a dozen in the trunk. 
And then, you know, you could take make sure you take it out of the package, though, because they usually have markings of what cartel it came from. Yeah, I've got, is that too much? Is that too much information? Okay. Call the tip line, 888-900-3393. Or if you actually see them, call 1-800-336-0102. All right, let me go see if Beck's ready for this, all right? Because, I mean, I'm going to stump him. I'm going to stump him. I'm ready. If he gets it right, though, I'm going to have to, well, you know what kind of prize we give away. Well, it's Friday, so you know it's time for What's the Lie? What's the lie? Where the contestants try to decipher the lie from count of one, two, three, four, and today a special fifth headline. One of them is not true. Plus, that's why we call it What's the Lie? Yeah! Today, filmed before a live studio audience. That's me! Woo! Welcome to our special guest contestant today, Glenn Beck. Yeah, that's me. A man so whose uh, latest here. book, uh, self-published, yeah, it was <laughs> titled uh, titled uh, what's what's the name of the book again? Yeah, uh, the Great Reset. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and many reasons why I fired Jeffy. I know that there were some uh, supply chain <laughs> issues uh, early on. Is it still available now? Uh, it is still available. It? Yes. Okay, thank you for good, that. Good. Boring. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> thank right. you for accepting the invitation. Oh, it's an honor. Honor to be here. All righty. So uh, I know that you claim to uh, devour the news, so we've added an extra headline. Okay. To All right. Okay. All right. All right. Good, Four good. plus one. I don't think we see news as the same, Jeffy. So I'm <laughs> okay. not sure. All I, right. I, just, I all right. you know, consume the same kind of penthouse forum news <laughs> that you do. But go ahead. Headline number one. Headline number one. Sam Smith. Sam Smith. A test monkey for NIH has been in a cage no bigger than a telephone booth for 13 years headline number two headline number two a fashion photographer got by the met gala security by claiming he had billy eilish's heartburn medicine headline number three <laughs> chicago launches chicago a canned drinking water campaign headline number four <laughs> burger king hit with a lawsuit alleging whoppers are too small Headline number five, ancient Roman bust bought at a Goodwill for $34.99. Those are your five headlines. And what's the lie today? All right. Well, first of all, uh, on the chopping block would be, if I didn't know, the bust headline. Because I would think immediately you didn't, you meant Roman bust like somebody from some woman from italy <laughs> that you could buy for 39 bucks one would make assume that would assume that that yeah, was a prostitute yeah. story but i know that story not true <laughs> i mean, that, I mean that, that is not the fake headline okay mm-hmm. um let's see the whopper it, it, tell me the whopper headline burger again. king hit with lawsuit alleging whoppers are too small i mean it was hey, that time limit hang on that's questionable a- <laughs> Uh, the Chicago water. That one is also questionable. Uh, the the heart. What was that one? The the second the photographer. The fashion photographer got uh, by that's the map. Absolutely Gala true. I gotta believe that one's true. Well, especially that dress she was wearing. It, yeah, it, it, it probably did something to her heart, like constricted <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. To uh, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to talk to the audience. The yeah, the audience doesn't participate. 
Yeah, yeah. And what do you think, audience? The monkey one, absolutely true. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. So should I go with Whopper? Whopper? Or Chicago? Chicago! I think I have to go with Chicago. Oh, the Whopper. Glad. The, wa- the Whopper. Darn it, we wanted you to win, too. Oh, so sorry. Well, thanks for listening to <laughs> wait, What's wait, the wait, Lie? Wait, wait, wait. What was the lie? Today we were filmed before a live studio wait, audience. Wait, wait, wait a minute, what's the lie? As a subsidiary of Chewing the Fat Enterprises, oh all gosh, information was is probably accurate thing. at the time of recording. CTF, WTL, Wait, what was the lie? Billie Eilish story of the fashion photographer was not true. Really? Yeah. I would have bet my life on that. In today's world... That's why we call do the game show, Glenn. Thanks for playing. Here's the Appreciate thing. That. We wanted to give you the prize, too. Yeah, well, you home, got a brand new home version of the game. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Telepathically? <laughs> Absolutely. I just did. Okay, good. <laughs> Get out of my... Jeffy's not creative enough to come up with Chicago. That's too... That's just no, I too... thought somebody was writing for him. Oh, I was okay. surprised he could even read them. No, that's true. I mean, <laughs> yeah. what's her face? I mean, Life, with Life... Monkey in the phone booth. Hello, Jeffy. <laughs> <laughs> Lightfoot actually wants to promote Chicago, you know, water from Lake Michigan. So she has a canned water campaign. Chicago is a solid name. I would not drink it. Chicago. Uh, under any I circumstances. I would never drink it. <laughs> you know, it's like... What? Is that a tooth? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you need... The Three Mile Island Spring Water. (laughs) (laughs) Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.